Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, in today's episode, I'm going to share how to use a special strategy to get unstuck and find your dreams in midlife. So let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle, with over a million downloads and counting. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again. And I know that I say that all the time, but it is so true. I really am so glad to be here with you again. I'm glad I'm here, and I'm glad you're here. The topic I want to coach you on today is how to use a special strategy to get unstuck and find your dreams in midlife. Where are those dreams? (laughs) And this strategy also works well for prioritizing, goal setting, and getting super clear on what you want in your life. But just quick before we dive into that, I want to make sure you know about the free online video training for you that is perfect if you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle. Head on over to www.midlifevideo.com and you'll get immediate access to what I like to call the secret to your midlife happiness plan. And one more thing, I also want to make sure you heard about the exciting new thing that will be coming to you soon. I've been posting about it on social and hinting about it that something big is coming. It's new, it's exciting, and it's something specifically for midlife entrepreneurs. So stay tuned. It is coming soon. Okay, now back to the topic at hand, finding your dreams and connecting with what you want. At first, you might be thinking, but Susie, why would I even need help to find my dreams? After all, it's something I want. (laughs) What do you think about your dreams? Are they that easy to find? People come to me all the time with this problem. They say things like this. I don't know what I want. I don't know what my purpose is. There must be more. I'm not fulfilling my full potential. That's what I hear over and over again. And it's weird because as an older and wiser midlife gal who's been highly productive throughout her whole life, not knowing what you want seems odd at first. Do you relate to that? It's not something you experience on the regular. For decades, you probably knew exactly what you wanted. Maybe you wanted to go to school, get married, have kids, start your career, buy a home. Or maybe you took a different path. Maybe you wanted to find a partner. Maybe you didn't want to have kids. Maybe you decided to travel. Maybe you became an entrepreneur. That sort of thing. All of these types of plans, dreams, decisions, goals, kick off a real big direction in your life when you're younger, like when you're in your 20s and 30s. For example, if you have kids, that takes you in a direction that is forever and forever a part of your identity. These are the types of decisions that you make and they last for decades. It's like in your 20s, You're full of dreams and they steer your life for two or three decades and spit you out in midlife. (laughs) And spit you out. You might even have a wake up call when you turn 50 or 60 right after they spit you out. And you might start thinking, now what? For so many of us, it's the first time in such a long time that you haven't had some of these really big life decisions to guide you, to steer the ship, so to speak, which all begs the question you've been thinking, now what? And that's when things get really weird. You may not have a clue. (laughs) 
Isn't that crazy? You finally have some time, more experience, more wisdom, more flexibility, and you've turned the page. Oh my God. Sometimes I am flapping around here. (laughs) I just, when I said turn the page, I flapped my arm like to turn the page and I almost knocked a whole bunch of stuff off. Instead, it just like wobbled. (laughs) I'm flailing around here. Sometimes you might hear me hit the microphone. (laughs) Okay, hang on. Now, where was I? Where was I? Uh, Now what? That's right. Now what? And like I said, when you have this now what thing in your 50s and 60s, that's when things can get odd, unusual, or just weird. You may not have a clue what you want. And that is unexpected to many of us. I was very surprised by it. So like I was saying, you have time, you have flexibility, and you turn that page. When I said turn that page this time, I stayed put. (laughs) The other thing that might be happening is you turn the page on the next chapter, and sometimes you have an empty nest to boot, and you really don't know what you want. It's weird. So that's where we're at right now in this podcast topic. That slice of time when you could connect with your dreams, but you don't because you haven't figured out how. Yet, that is, you haven't figured out how yet. And yet is such a great little word. It affects the way you feel. Take a look at what I mean. Listen to those two thoughts. I don't know what I want versus I don't know what I want yet. Do you feel the difference? I really wanted to point this out to you because notice the way you feel after each thought. I don't know what I want. That thought might make you feel lost, stuck, maybe even sad. Versus this thought, I don't know what I want yet. This thought creates a lighter, more positive feeling. Maybe you feel open or curious or even hopeful. And this is just a quick example of the power of a little wee three-letter word like yet when you're stuck. It keeps the door open. It helps you lean in to connecting with your thinking, your core, your heart. And that's a really good thing when it comes to being a detective tasked with finding your dreams. But here's what I really wanted to coach you on in this episode. A secret little strategy to find your dreams. Really, to see them, to appreciate them to connect with them so that you can make decisions to actually support them. It's a strategy to help you take care of your happy. So are you ready? It's not that complicated, but it's a power-packed doozy. It's the what first, then how strategy. Let me tell you more about the concept. You have to actually separate out the what from the how, fully recognizing that both the what and the how are essential to move your dreams forward eventually. Every dream has a couple of elements. I actually believe that you know more about your dreams, what you really, really want more of in your life, than you let yourself believe. Something gets in the way, though, and it's your thoughts. So here's what I mean. Let's start with one of my favorite fun questions to ask yourself. I'm going to ask you this question in a few seconds. And I want you to notice the image, the word, or the idea that pops right into your mind, even if it's just like a hint or a wisp of an idea. So here it is. What would you do if you won $5 million in the lottery? That's it. Quick. What was it? After you helped your family and friends out financially and set aside money for your family's future, once you did all those things, what would you do for yourself 
if you won $5 million. So did you notice it? Was it a little wisp of travel, a hint of nature, an image of living near the water? Was it pursuing a hobby, starting a foundation, living somewhere else, becoming a fashion icon? (laughs) I don't know, whatever it was. Did you notice it? Did you allow that little glimpse of your dream to enter your, um, what's the word? Enter your awareness. And when I ask myself this question, it's always something about nature and conservation. So if I won $5 million, I would want to do something like turtle tagging in Costa Rica or something with whale research conservation, you know, that would put me near water in nature helping animals. That's what it always is for me. And I've tested myself. Doesn't matter how much money I won. (laughs) Doesn't matter how old I am when I ask myself that question. That's the first image. Now, does this mean that this is the biggest dream that I have? Whatever it is that you thought, does it mean that that's the biggest dream, the number one dream that you have? Maybe, maybe not. But that's really not the point. The point is that it's a clue. But you have to learn to catch the thought. Uh Uh-oh, I moved my arm when I said catch the thought. I have to like Velcro my arms down (laughs) so I'm not flapping all over the place. But you really do have to learn how to catch the thought. And you might be wondering, why is this so complicated? Why is it so complicated to catch a thought, to connect with the thing that you want more of in your life? And it's a really good question. The answer is because of what happens next. You judge the idea. And the judgment squishes the dream so quickly that you might not even notice that it was a dream. That's why the what first then how strategy is so important. What we're talking about with the lottery example was the what. What do you want to do, but without judgment? What do you want more of in your life? Period. What do you want because you want it and for no other reason? What do you want because it feels joyful to you? Question mark. (laughs) The problem is when you mix up the what with the how. And this is what we commonly do. The what comes up, and if you're skilled enough, you'll notice it. Right? If you've been working on being more aware of what you're thinking and you you know you don't fight it and you're not oblivious, you'll probably notice it. But typically, before you know it, you have a judgmental thought that totally squishes it back before it sees the light of day, before it becomes foundational to your thinking, to who you are in your future, to who you are in your next chapter, to who your future self is. So here are the stinky thoughts that pop up to squish what you want. And, you know, there are more than this, (laughs) but these are some common ones. Thoughts like, that'll never work. It's too hard. It's too expensive. It's too complicated. It's too indulgent. I'm not worthy of that. I don't know how. I might not be able to follow through. That's too big a dream for someone like me. I'm not the kind of person who has that in her life. And so on. My friend, you have a choice. You really do have a choice. But you're not going to even notice that you have a choice if you don't even notice the original dream and the way you're interpreting that dream. (laughs) And I'm not talking about normal dream interpretation. I'm talking about these judgmental thoughts that are interpreting the thing that you wanted. 
You don't have to squish your dreams with thinking about how you're going to accomplish it at this point. You eventually will, but not right now. I'm giving you permission not to do it all at the same time. So you don't have to squish your dreams with thinking about how. You do not have to think about how you're going to do the thing at this point. You have to clear the path to even connect with your dreams. Your natural tendency will be to focus on how and close down your dreams. Squish them right on out of here. Now, at this point, you want to invite your dreams in. That's the goal right now. You want to think about them so they become a part of you and your future, so that they become foundational. Like the foundation of a house. Think about that for a minute. It's not going anywhere. The foundation is strong. Instead of focusing on the how right now, how about creating a drama-free zone for your what's? Think about that drama-free zone for what you want. This means no drama, no judgment, no self-criticism. Just accept and allow what you want. Like I said, allow your want to become a part of who you are. Imagine yourself becoming this woman who wants this stuff, who wants this thing. Start talking about it if it's as good as done or absolutely happening. And you may have a ton of resistance about doing that, I know I did. It's kind of like I feel like if I say it, something bad's going to happen. If I say it too soon, if I really invest in belief right now, something bad's going to happen. It's like I'm going to jinx it or something. (laughs) Does that come up for you? But it's a real challenge to start doing that, right? Start talking about it as if it's as good as done or absolutely happening. I know a few people that are good at this, and when I observe them doing it, I am in awe because they really have done the work to get themselves there. I have to really work on it to do it. I have been successful, but not all the time. So I've got three questions for you. And you need to ask yourself these three questions to move this along. So the first question is, how do you want to feel when you're doing what you love and honoring your dreams? Really focus on that feeling and identify a thought that creates that feeling for you. So you can create this whole thought feeling experience right away, right now. You don't have to wait. It's like it's available to you. You can just think a thought. It'll create a feeling. And there you go. (laughs) So how do you want to feel when you're doing what you love and you're honoring your dreams? That's question one. Question two, who would you have to become to be a woman who honors her dreams? Again, notice the thought or image that shines through and use it as a clue. So when I'm really doing this imagining and asking myself questions, I actually close my eyes. So if you're driving or walking the dog or something, maybe it's not a good idea to close your eyes, but you can always come back to it. So who would you have to become to be a woman who honors her dreams? And three, what would your life be like if you imagined the what as a foundation of your next chapter? What would it be like if you showed up every day as if your dreams were as good as done. What would your life be like if you imagined the what as foundational? So those are the three questions. Pretty powerful, right? Here they are again. One, how do you want to feel when you're doing what you love and honoring your dreams? Two, who would you have to become to be a woman who honors her dreams? And three, what would your life be like if you imagine the what as a foundation of your next chapter? So get ready to focus on the what first and when your what becomes foundational, then you can focus on the how. 
but don't let the how squish your dreams. If you think about the how too soon, you run a big risk of the how being a dream squisher. Who wants that? Nobody wants that. Let those dreams shine through. You've got this, my friend. You've got this. Okay, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and excited about your life again. If you want to find out more about how to get unstuck and live your best life in the middle, make sure to watch my free video training at www.midlifevideo.com and you'll get immediate access. Immediate access. So easy. And if you're ready to change your life and learn the skills to unstick yourself with some masterful coaching, a top-notch curriculum, an infusion of creativity and a warm, fun, and awesome community of like-minded women, let's talk about it. I would love to be able to help you get unstuck and find that thing you're looking for. Go ahead and book your momentum call and we'll chat. Go to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 278. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I will talk to you next week. 